You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the people's podcast. Featuring the expert analyst, John Sutherland. We are here to rock the podcast world. Hello, welcome to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed. We are having our first interview uh, on our first on the podcast today. We have um, a personal trainer, you may ask. A personal trainer at what? Uh, well, we're going to introduce him in a second. Um, it is the time of year we are having. It is Christmas time where people are going to get, let's say, going to put on a few pounds. We simply are going to be eating loads of chocolate, sweets, and certainly when it comes to the Christmas meal, stuffing our face with turkey and all the trimmings. Now, and all comes, we all feel a bit guilty afterwards, and we think, oh crap, I really do need to lose a bit of weight here. And you want to get the motivation to get fit. Here is your answer. We have a personal trainer on the show, local to Edinburgh. Um, he basically is, he will, if you're interested in getting fit, we have the advice on how to basically do some basic exercise, how to get yourself back into a routine, even before January kicks in. If you want to do a little bit of start now, maybe only a few weeks to Christmas, Start burning off a few calories when it comes to Christmas. Don't feel as guilty. So, we're going to introduce our guest. Is and that his name is Thomas Christian Butcher, and we're going to simply introduce him now and say welcome. Thank you very much. We have okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm very proud, happy De- to be here. Yes, our debut uh, guest is brilliant. Yeah, it's not doing it. It's doing it for free, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Didn't know that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, did you know that? Did you not did you not read the terms and conditions? <laughs> uh, oh, blue and egg. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you just signed it. <laughs> signed that paper. Um, yeah. So we have our personal trainer, uh, Thomas Christian Butcher. We are first going to start and ask Thomas. Uh, where he's from and what, he, why he chose to do personal training and how he managed to get in, got into it. Obviously, at the time when he obviously left school, what made him decide to say, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" Kind of question and say, and why did he decide to do personal training? So, where are you from? So I'm from Colombia, even though the accent doesn't really uh, from, give it away. You're from Colombia. Yes. So indeed. how did you end up? How did how did you end up from Colombia to? Sound like you're from England and end up in Edinburgh. So um, I was adopted. So I was adopted from Colombia after nine months uh, to a family in Belgium. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Were you a trade off by any chance? I'm not sure. No, I got no, asked no, that. I'm sure you'll sort of no, no, no drugs deal. Or anything? No, nothing that I know no, of. Yeah, yeah we have got quite a big house. So I might have uh, something to do. Uh, with uh, it. That's interesting. <laughs> Oh, a couple of shipments. Yeah, a couple of shipments for the family. <laughs> Passing yes. over. Sorry, we can't afford to pay, but we can give you a who this little boy here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs a better life than us. He's not... <laughs> uh. so, so, yeah, so uh, how did you... So, you, ended, you obviously you were adopted to a family in Belgium, so take it from there. Um, from... So, I was adopted uh, and then brought up in Belgium for all my schooling with okay. an English dad, Danish mum. So, that's why I picked up my English. Uh, okay. Obviously, my mum speaks Danish and English as well. Sorry, so. So you're so you were actually born in Colombia. Yeah, so I so, was actually born in Colombia and then brought over after nine months. Right, so you're kind of 
took out several. I would say dual nationality yourself, several nationalities. Yeah. So you're Colum- you're Col- well, you're technically Colombian. Yeah. But because you're well, I suppose you are just technically Colombian, but you're not technically British in a sense. But I suppose you're not by by birth. You're Colum- you're Colombian yeah. nationality, but technically you've been brought here. How old were you when you came here? I was nine months old. So you're nine months when you came to the UK. Yeah. So all right, so so it was er- very early. So technically you could you'd be like a. Yeah, well, a dual citizenship in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I was I was brought up. It was nine months, sorry, in in Belgium. So I was, that was nine months when I went to Belgium. Right. Okay. Yeah, and then and so there, I just went to a, a school, kind of sort of nice, interesting school. Uh, played played sports. I was always quite a big boy. Uh, just never really had a had a wee belly. Had the old man boobs and such, which was quite difficult during school. Okay. Obviously, when. Uh, and then the David Beckham came onto the scene at that stage and uh, all sort of ripped and tattoos and the whole rest. Okay. Women weren't exactly looking for the sort of, uh, what's yeah. it, spicy looking one in the back. <laughs> right, okay. So so basically, when did you leave Belgium to come to UK? Um, I left Belgium in 2009. I went to university. And what university did you go to? I went to Liverpool John Moores. Okay. Before you left, what made you decide to say, right, um, I just finished school or what do I want to do? Um, well, I, I always sort of enjoyed sports, even though maybe it wasn't my... I was probably the best at it at school mm-hmm. out of all my sort of curriculum. Uh, so that's probably what got me into doing sports development at university. That's what kind of got me into it. I also like the sort of camaraderie and the kind of team bonding and the sort of friends you make through sports. I always found school quite quite boring, quite academic, so I love getting on the field. And so you, you would say you're more of a practical person rather than academic? Yeah, definitely, okay. definitely. So when you when you suddenly said, yeah. right, I'm going to do personal training, what was, what suddenly said, right, I'm looking at things to do, you think, right, what yeah. do you want to do, what made you sort of just go pinning? <laughs> well, I was at university, it was my first year, and I hadn't really made too many friends, to be perfectly honest, so decided to start eating healthier in a goal of trying to lose uh, that belly and the man boobs. Okay, so what and topic did you do when you came to university? Were you doing something different before you changed to personal training? or were you uh, I, No, I was just studying, but um, that's what kind of got me into personal training was I went through a weight loss. So I lost about oh, right. yeah, yeah, I lost about 2 stone or 13 kilos, depending on where you're from, oh, obviously, okay. uh, and in the space of about a year. And that kind of just kick-started my life. More of a love for fitness rather than sports. So, what made you? Was it? Uh, did you? What was the? Did you go on a program to help you lose weight, or what happened? Or were you? Were you getting us? Um, it was a program that sort of helped me at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of gave me a little bit of tips of what to eat, what not to eat, and the kind of exercise I should be doing. And sort of following those guidelines. After a while, I sort of finally started seeing changes because I've been exercising since I was about eighteen back in in Belgium in the gyms and just need seen no difference whatsoever. Okay. So it was that kind of tipping point where I finally saw those results and I was able to. So you weren't taking the the one month free offers from Weight Watchers. Then, no, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> no, I've seen them about. I wouldn't go for them now. <laughs> so I'm going. Oh, uh, Weight Watchers, that'll do. Join the queue. <laughs> <laughs> A bit out of place here. No. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, were, you obviously didn't do that. So no. so obviously you got yourself in shape. You lost. You got yourself trimmed down. Yeah. You felt a bit more confident. Um. Then you started really getting into the kind of the. I mean, what? What at university when you're studying? What what did it all go into to get, learn about the um, being a personal trainer? I was studying sports development with physical education. So my goal 
when I went to uni was to become a teacher. That was right. the end goal. And then after the weight loss, it was more about just helping people okay. in a way that I can. And I kind of realized also, it, it, it kind of the, the news of my weight loss spread over Facebook. So quite a lot of friends right. started saying, like, oh, you're doing amazing. You know, like, oh, can you give me some advice? Can you give me some tips? And that's how it kind of started snowballing, started passing on more and more to all my, all my mates and started okay. training them. And then, yeah, after a while I kind of said, you know what, let's let's try and be a personal trainer. Okay. See how it goes. So how long were you at uni for? I was at uni for three years. Three years? Yeah. So you qualified, when did you, well, once you qualified, what was your sort of step? You finished up, you graduated, you kind of, right, okay, I've got a yeah. job here, I've got to start working. Yeah. And what, did, what was your next step to go forward? The next step, so as I was sort of coming to graduation, obviously my family kind of told me that, you know, what's the next step? Do you want to do teaching? Do you want to go into something else completely? And I kind of said to them that I'd love to, to become a personal trainer. So we started looking online at different courses and we found one that was really good because it gave you the opportunity of not only sort of learning what you need to know about the body and how it all works, but also about having sort of clients as such. So you'd be in a sort of safe environment, but you'd be able to train people that you'd never met before. So it's that kind of out of the comfort zone, someone brand new, how to start up a conversation, how to be kind of nice and friendly and not make things super awkward. Okay. So when did when did you okay when did you get your first client or when did you start? How did you get the job? You noticed you work for you work for Pure Gym yeah. at the moment. Did you yeah. uh, when did you start that job? Did you start with them directly or did you do just private clients or? Um, I started off so I got I qualified as a personal trainer in November mm -hmm. uh, of the year that I graduated uni, so two thousand and twelve, and then I moved up to Edinburgh in October. So the month before, and then after that, I sort of started applying for jobs in January, got an interview at Pure Gym Edinburgh West, mm -hmm. and kind of sailed that. So okay. started working Sweet. there, start of February. Oh, was that this year? Uh, 20, no, 2013. 2013, okay, yeah. so you've been doing that for nearly two years now, which yeah. is not bad, not bad. So so how have you found, how have you found what, what the kind of, um, since you first started, what have you learned as see obviously now you're technically well you're working for Pure Gym but you're sort of you're freelance sort of a bit self-employed yeah so I've, I'm contracted to Pure Gym to do certain hours but I am able to train outside of the gym I can train people at home train them in the park though with this weather they probably wouldn't want too much in the park True. but at home would be always possible I mean it's unbelievable how you can just even using a towel you could uh, could have a pro proper good workout actually okay mm -hmm. so with with working with over the sort of the time your period from since you started to now, what would you say your how much much experiences or how have you what do you think you've learned or what do you think you in business or who the pe people you the people you've met through over the last from now from then until now yeah um what I've learned I mean I've learned so many different things I've learned how to how to sort of talk to people if you will so how to just how would you say how to talk to people yeah just sort of how to show that you're not just sort of trying to take someone's money you just you genuinely do want to just help them okay. irrelevant of what they want to achieve you just want to help them because I think for me that's that's a big thing I just want to help people I don't I, you know yeah I just want to do the best and, and do use my knowledge to kind of get them into I see them, I see most of my clients when I first see them, I see them as me when I first started training. And okay. then by the end of it, my goal is to see them as me now. So they have the knowledge, they know what they need to do. 
at the end of the day that's all you can do sure. just to backtrack a sec uh, people this is just to if you're tuning in um, and you're interested in a bit of personal training this is to all our sexy beast listeners out there uh, wherever you may be uh, in the world whether and we hope you are listening <laughs> if you are out there uh, please don't leave uh, but um, we're here um I, how I met Thomas personally myself uh, was obviously not through personal training. I was uh, running my business as well. I do uh, professional cleaning in homes and offices. I had an inquiry through Facebook uh, where Thomas was living in a place, uh, shared uh, accommodation, which certainly was, uh, what I could say, it was interesting to clean, uh, <laughs> yeah. to say the least. Compliment, uh, yeah. I'll yeah, tell so you that. <laughs> it was a challenge, um, and uh, he found it a challenge just living there. Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> And um, yeah, so that's how I met Thomas and met him into finding out about his business and helping him out and things. So, uh, which has been it's been really interesting. And now, obviously, uh, we have our now first debut interview on the Hattrick and Ramsey podcast, uh, Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed podcast. So that's just a background of how I met Thomas and why he's sitting here now. Just for you sexy beast listeners out there, we will have an offer on uh, at the end of our podcast, our interview for people who we competition. There's no really any question involved. Simply, be the first three people who are interested can win something. We will reveal that later on. Uh, and we're going to talk. Obviously, let's go back. To you now, what types of um, fitness do you do within your personal training? Obviously, without stating the obvious, but <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, did anybody who doesn't know personal training? What is involved in yeah. personal training? Into when you have got a client, somebody comes in and right. Give me a, an example. Give an example to our listeners, uh, what you could do or what. What? How would you start with? Um, so how I'd start. So if someone just came to me and was looking for personal training, I'd start off with a little bit of a history of them. So kind of learn about themselves, learn about them, and what injuries they might have. Any health, so any health problems as such. Okay. Yeah. So it's just to make sure that they're fit enough to get started. Uh, I also ask sort of what their goals are, because that's obviously very important. So you're, not, you're not going to stick them on a treadmill for 10 minutes and you go, oh shit, I'm no, yeah. having a heart attack here. Oh no. Um, <laughs> and start keeling over. You're going to get pension to sit here. Just, sign, over to just sign just before you pass out. There. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so obviously you find that their health benefits and uh, medication. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I sort of take them through a couple of little tests just to see certain exercises whether they're able to perform them or not and depending on that I either so sort of take them back a wee bit and show them a bit. so like a human MOT yeah literally do, literally do, a human do MOT but do fail? Uh, there, there have been some fails but uh, we've think? put them back in the garage and sorted them out got Give them out again like a delightful section yes <laughs> <laughs> Suction. Uh, now you're ready to start running. <laughs> so the, the so anyway, so the treadmill only takes a hundred kilograms. <laughs> it's over. Um, anyway, so uh, so obviously you do you have a sort of human MOT on people. Yeah. Uh, and you you basically uh, yeah. So so this is unleashed. It's on on PC to say the least. <laughs> Yes, got the PC police coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you obviously do a bit of an MOT on them. You assess them. Uh, have you? Uh, how would? Um, do you? Any? I don't know. Do you speak to any other doctors or anything? Do you have any contacts like that at all? Or do you make, do making sure that you're con- are any concerns? Would you? Do you, is it more that you say, well, we have, we'd like to um, 
do you have your doctor's name and address so we can mm. write through if there's any problems yeah. or something we're concerned about? Or do you have that at all? Or? Um, I do, uh, in a certain specific cases. So, for example, I had one gentleman who had a had a stroke, so obviously I sort of got in contact with the doctor mm. who sort of helped okay. throughout and spoke to him about where the gentleman was and, you know, what, what could be done in relation sort of to exercise without, you know, putting too much strain okay. so that he was building up the muscles that he'd sort of lost in the mobility, okay. but at the same time not over-exaggerating and reducing his... So, with somebody with a stroke, um, how, obviously, people who have strokes, it can affect them in many different ways. Uh, with this, obviously, without revealing too much regarding your client confidentiality and things, uh, how have you, what, from the program... What was the when this client came to you? Or uh, obviously with the condition he was sort of in. Like, yeah. I mean, when? How long has it taken from when he came to you to now present day? What has he achieved with your skills as a personal trainer? Yeah. So it took about six months to be honest. Uh, started off with really no mobility on his right side at all. Um, wasn't able to really do anything sort of grip was sort of the main thing that he could do with his with his hand walking was sort of a challenge for him obviously he had to sort of more drag his foot than anything but uh through the training he's sort of been he's gotten a lot more mobility uh in both well both leg and and arm so he's able to walk a little bit more freely now he's gotten much more stronger in his arm he's sort of able to really hold on to objects now whereas he'd he'd be struggling before to really control them um uh, so that's all. That's through sort of just a session to to sort of get him going and constantly just sort of showing him little progressions. Because the most important thing, personally, is you don't get bored. Because that's the worst thing in a gym. If you get bored, you start looking at your phone, uh, yeah. looking on Facebook, wondering who's who's out tonight and such. Yeah. Would you, if if somebody people who are listening to this maybe know somebody who has a stroke? I mean, obviously, does it matter how old they are? Does it matter? Could it be, can you, is it any age or is it certain, has to be a certain age gap with somebody? Um, there's obviously you know, sort of, sort of I mean, limits. Yeah, I mean, it, there's limits on what someone can do over a certain age. So there's obviously the sort of older population. Uh, right. So yeah. sort of maybe over 60s where their mobility and such already start declining. So if they've had a stroke, there's a lot more to sort of look around. Whereas if it's someone quite young, there's still quite a lot to sort of, they still should have a lot more energy and, and such too. No, I'm asking you, if you're allowed to, how old was the client you're dealing with at the moment? How old is he or he or she? He is 45. He's 45, she's still yeah. a relatively good yeah. age, she's still muscles. And, yeah, and muscles keep... are still going. Still yeah, going. Good. Yeah. So would, if somebody was to, say, give you a call and somebody who's a bit older, and does it, somebody get people who are older people who are a lot fit and healthier than yeah. most people who are 45? Yeah. They may have had a stroke, but they may... What would you say if they said, listen, we're looking, how could we try and use you to something? What would you do or how, what would you say to them? Or how well, you... would, um, I would probably just go with a little bit of what they've done, either whether it's, I mean, exercise-wise, and then kind of take them through a little bit, kind of do my little body, well, human MOT to see mm-hmm. where they're at and kind of just sit down and talk to them about how I can help them and what the benefits are. What, um, okay, so apart from... 
stroke, what other uh, ways have you helped people with, say, with, say with illnesses or anything, or any people who have maybe diabetes or yeah. like that? What other ways have you helped personal training has helped people in other ways with, with health problems? Yeah, so I have one lady who's got uh, type 1 diabetes, okay. and obviously her goal, she's got um, some big events coming, uh, coming up next year, sort of doing uh, to Tanzania. So she sort of has come to me and asked for some assistance. So I've sort of set her up with obviously looking at her nutrition, making sure she's eating the right sort of stuff so she doesn't have to use the... Because she's obviously insulin dependent. So that's not... that's The goal is to sort of wean her off slowly, 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 slowly. So it's just about, you know, for her, I've just... I looked at where she was sort of health-wise at the start, gave her some sort of nutritional tips on what to eat, what not to eat, and that's had a big impact already. She's just feeling a lot more energetic, a lot less lethargic. Not, you know, it's also just teaching people about what to eat okay. and what to snack on. That's the biggest one. Okay. Well, anybody else at all? Any other uh, Well, it's more about, uh, this one's a bit more of a sort of like, I, I think this is one of my favourite ones, to be honest, because it's just seeing someone develop and grow in front of you is just amazing. So I had a, a female who's about 20, 21, and she came to me and she was very sort of unhappy with work and life and just sort of Victor Meldrew, but female version, really. Okay, she's <laughs> grumpy. Yeah, basically, in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, and I sort of took her on and started sort of showing her how she could, you know, make life, you know, turn life upside down, make life a little bit better. And since sort of seeing me, she's able, she sort of turned herself up as the girls like to say and sort of looking a lot more leaner now and, and feeling a lot happier about herself on top of that she's sort of got a new job she's uh, got a boyfriend so she's sort of quite you know a lot more okay. kind of stable if you want for want of a better word okay that's good so, yeah so you could so with personal training you can help people who are are struggling with confidence issues really yeah. anything but they want a bit of that kind of motivation yeah. but through exercise Basically. Yeah, I mean, my sort of when it came to my training as a personal trainer, I got I looked at not only just sort of the usual weight loss and and toning and putting muscle on, but I also looked at specific populations. So, depending on if anyone had any disabilities or any issues. Like what about that. mental health? People who have mental health problems, obviously depression is one thing. Yeah. But what? How would you deal with that? How would you? Um, someone with depression, I think actually, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's at least one of my clients who's on depression. Uh, and she's just sort of, it's about keeping herself sort of, yeah, not, well, obviously happy, sort of getting her to understand these sort of the endorphins that you get once you've exercised and that feel-good factor so that she's not so dependent on her medication. She can learn that they don't always, I mean, I feel like the UK, well, the world really is just sort of telling everyone, take this pill and you'll be all right, mm-hmm. where it's not always that simple. Yes, and, and, and you'll get more out of just doing things naturally, so exercising and just sort of, Getting that blood body going, blood going around. So okay, that's good. So what about if um, how would you encourage people um, maybe coming up to Christmas or after Christmas a uh, general simple exercise and uh, some things to do or what would you recommend if they are looking to maybe start the, if the motivation is almost they're thinking how do I can't bother I'd rather just do this or watch telly or have a cup of tea to get up and go and do it. What would you 
exercise. The weather's crap outside. You don't want to go out for a walk. It's cold. They can't be bored. What would you? How would you encourage somebody to maybe start doing a simple exercise? What would you recommend? Just if they're sitting in their armchair with the remote control in their hand. <laughs> well, I'd ask them probably to put their remote control down and stand up. But after that, I think one of the best ones is just a simple push-up or press-up, as depending on the American or, or where English. you're from. Okay. Yeah, where you're from. Uh, simply because it's a whole body motion, um, all the muscles are having to work to perform the exercise, and it's just great. It's something you can do anywhere. You don't have to be in the gym. You don't need um, a bar or a weight or anything like that. And then what's quite good is, I mean, that's how I started off. I started off doing press ups at home and ended up started on doing fifty a day. And by about a month in, I was doing about two hundred, which wow. was a bit excessive, uh, but. That was just sort of following the advice I'd been given. Um, I found that was a great way. That and using even the wall. It's a bit of a weird one, but it's called a wall squat. So you just push your shoulders and your bum up against the wall and sort of get into a little... As if you're sitting against the wall. Oh, really? Yeah. So if anyone has... Give them 30 seconds, give that a wee go and see how the legs start trembling. That's always a great one, just to show people how hard the muscles can get worked in those legs. Okay. Mm. Wow, interesting. So, so, <laughs> so this people, you now be listening. You've been basically been listening how to get fit via personal training wise. Obviously, because some days you can go to the gym. Is doing it yourself can be. It's not always good because you just know how where to start or how to you get more motivation can be a bit sort of dire. You can yeah. you go to the gym. You're like on the treadmill and you go. <laughs> This is it. And after about a few weeks, you're going right. I'll stuff this. I can't board. I'll do something else. Mm. Uh, what would you suggest? Obviously, without doing people with any road personal training, what would you suggest to people? Obviously, in January, you get all your kind of gyms offering, uh, get a month free. Do this, sign up, and blah blah blah. What would you recommend in a way? Uh, how would you even to gyms? Or how would you change their advertising to encourage people to stay longer at a gym and not just give up after? a week or two weeks if, as soon as the, the January comes I think what I've seen in my gym in particular is creating a community is kind of the biggest thing so making it feel like everyone can come in and feel welcome there and that's probably the best and the most challenging thing because there's at our gym we've got two floors so the first the ground floor is more all the big boys and the free weights and that's not a very sort of community based it is within the males but for females so it's quite intimidating so kinda, for the people who come in they build like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah you sort of walk in and look at someone yeah. who's built like a brick house and you're sort of thinking right thank you very much for the membership I'm out of here yeah. whereas upstairs there's a nice mixture of, of sort of males and females who train together and you know you're, people are a lot more approachable um, it's, it's a lot more fun I find you know you, you get along with people but it's sort of it's obviously that kind of stereotypical free weights that needs to be changed a little bit but overall I think just just creating a good environment so people don't come in and think oh oh crap you know I'm, everyone's watching me it's more just like oh look I know that that's that's my trainer or that's the guy I've been talking to let's go say hello see how he's doing so did you ever, you ever found that when you're um, you're getting introduced to a new client or you've, uh, you're standing there and you're thinking hmm this could be a tough one. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I have, I have. Many, any respuses? Uh, a bit too many to, to yeah, yeah, more than uh, I can count, to be so, honest. But. And you think, 
Yeah. I recommend do you recommend before we start training we maybe recommend surgery <laughs> just don't use the NHS yeah. go, go private <laughs> be a lot safer <laughs> so uh, so yeah <laughs> so you get your um, yeah so you've had a few Rasputians kicking around a bit that's been interesting yeah um, that's been a yeah. challenge but I mean I think the, the best is sort of when someone obviously it's 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 two cases the people that have the buy-in and those that are a bit apprehensive but do want to do the effort and that's the wee key difference is if someone really wants to see the results and they work hard you will see results but if you're sort of coming in and you're faffing about a wee while and you don't see any results and you're off again then it's sort of it's a vicious cycle because I know it myself uh, I know it myself so I mean I was like that before I went through my weight loss I would go to the gym for six months and then not see any results and be like, well, sod this, I'm going to go back to eating what I normally do and then see, and then sort of after two months feel crap and then it's a vicious circle. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's the best thing, even just to have a wee chat with one of the trainers, depending on what <coughs> gym you're at or even myself, just, uh, just to get a bit of a support system. Once you've got that support and there's someone there that you can contact and just give them a wee email and go, oh, I don't know, is this good for me? Or, oh, this exercise, I've been doing this, what do you think? You know, it's just nice to have that professional. It's like buying a house. You don't just go and yeah. go and buy the house. You you go and have a chat with your, well, your bank first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about, uh, okay, obviously healthy eating. Now, healthy eating is, is yeah, it's, it's quite not easy to do. You've always mm. got to come for foods. It's not also that cheap either, healthy eating. Mm-hmm. Now, what, now, obviously if you're on a budget, somebody's not on a major big wage you can't afford a big shop and go buy all these healthy foods that cost a fortune what kind of how, what kind of um, if you're on a low budget and you can't really afford to go down really super healthy eating because yeah. it, it can be quite expensive mm. to do it and keep the consistency yeah excuse me what would you prefer or would you actually recommend uh, to people who are on a low budget what kind of food could you recommend for them to eat to maybe a way of a diet to get themselves into just um, you start losing weight something simple they're not simple stuff so you just cut out the fizzy drinks that's a really simple one even though it's very difficult cut out all the alcohol so literally just drink water the reason why is water is your body you're actually made of about 80% body uh, of your body is made of water yeah. so drinking water is paramount um, if you don't have enough water that's when you get sort of dry lips and you're not feeling you've got much energy and you're just feeling a little bit tired what else I mean Vegetables are fantastic, but I completely agree. I mean, I've gone to shops and done my own little research. And for example, you go to the Asda in, in Chester and you have a wee look, and it's sort of like, what's it, three pounds for two, for eight apples, and it's about a pound for about six bags of crisps, Walker's crisps. I mean, it's you know, do them. It's not that difficult. Um, so straight away, I mean, when I was a student, obviously I didn't exactly live on the, the high life. So what I used to do was I'd go maybe even to Iceland or somewhere where everything's sort of a wee bit cheaper overall, but it's all frozen. So you can just sort of keep everything frozen and then make it for the week. That's what I used to do. So I used to plan my whole week ahead. It, it got a little bit boring, but it's it's just it's easy as well. So get, it's a bit of a vicious circle because it's boring, but it's easy because you just go and you do the same shot. So if you were to, could you, would you be interested, for our, our, our Sexy Beast listeners out there, if you're looking to if, uh, cut the costs or go on a bit of a healthier diet, would you be able to, if people were to come to you, could they, could you plan a, if they had a, if they were on a lower budget, a, a diet or some way or form to help them eat a bit healthier, 
um, that they could still buy from the shops. Uh, it was still going to cost me an arm or a leg. It would still be relatively healthy. Obviously, you've got people who have a bit more, can afford the budget yeah. to go and buy all the healthy food. Uh, you could you be able to put a diet together or something to on a weekly plan that yeah. would still be, it would still help them not feel, it's not rubbish, but it's certainly a bit more enjoyable, okay. but it's certainly help them lose a bit more weight from yeah. the start of the process. Definitely. I mean, I can create sort of nutritional plans. That's one of the ways I went through my weight loss. So it was based on, you had a sort of a plan where you were eating healthy for a set amount of days and then you'd have one day of a cheat. So you'd be able to kind of cheat, uh, treat yourself. The reason why is it's quite unrealistic of anyone, even myself or a doctor, to expect someone to just stop eating what you've been eating for the last 15 to 20 years. It's not going to happen. So minimizing it to one day is kind of the easiest way I found personally obviously depending on the person in front of me it'll it'll change but I think what's great about that is uh, because you're eating healthily for a certain amount of time when you do get to that cheat day you feel like what's the point of you know going back to you know taking one step forward and then going two steps back so a lot of people kind of start asking me oh well it's my day off it's my cheat day but I don't want to eat you know that I don't want to get a Domino's pizza I want something that's you know, going to get my taste buds going, but is feeling making me feel a wee bit less crap about myself. Okay. And I can help with that. But um, definitely can, I can create sort of nutritional plans, depending. I can even, uh, I'm offering sort of at the moment and uh, after Christmas sort of little tours around supermarkets. So what we do is we sort of meet up down at a specific time and I take how many people there are around the supermarket and just have a little you know, different sections, drinks, meats, frozen, vegetables, wow. everything, and just sort of say, right, these are the good ones, and also a little bit of why why the other ones aren't great. Because yeah. it's always easy saying that's good, but people, yeah, a lot of, oh, you benefit from knowing why something's why? Not good for you. Okay, yeah, so that's very, that's very good. So yeah. obviously, if to our listeners out there, if you're interested in doing some, uh, learning the uh, intelligent shopping in this, if you want to call that, the intelligence mm-hmm. of food, and what is good for you and what's bad for you. Um, as I say, uh, uh, Thomas is a Christian Butcher personal training. Trainer is our is your is your way to go. You can do a, a wee tour around the supermarket. If you fancy that, that's <laughs> your bag and pretend you've got a trolley. Pretend <laughs> you're actually shopping. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so there's something there. Um, what, what would you, um, would you recommend any, if somebody was, on the go, quite a lot, busy, they don't think they're really they don't exercise, or they do have a little bit of time, but what would you, supplements would you recommend? Like people, there's vitamins, or certain, there's certain, there's fat burning stuff, there's all this and that. Yeah. You can, what would you recommend to somebody, or how good or bad are they? Um, I mean, it depends obviously on the job, because I mean, from what I, from my sort of research, I've sort of seen there's two kinds of sort of humans at the moment isn't there they're sort of the sedentary you're in an office most of the time but you're still quite busy and you can't you know you don't have time for whatever reason to, to prepare your meals and then there's obviously the sort of go-getter who's out and about all the time and it's just easier to go to tesco or asda and get the wee meal deal than and get something a wee bit healthier best personally best solution for that is to you know give yourself maybe one day not even a day but half a day to go shop all the food and then get some containers that's how I'm sort of living my life at the moment because being quite busy at the gym I don't have you know that sort of time to sit down and have a, 
a nice three course meal at home so I sort of prepare all my meals I've got them all in the fridge now so off the top of my head in one of my containers I've got a nice little mix of salad tomatoes what else? almond nuts uh, chicken breast some avocado and some feta cheese wow so we're going to have the Thomas Christian Beecher cooking programme as well <laughs> uh, let's so okay we're going to wrap up our interview but we're also we have an offer our competition offer which is not really a competition it's not you don't have to do anything really um, apart from just simply the first uh, three people who get to us will get sorry get back to us on our Facebook page will win this we are offering uh, three personal training sessions for three people there's two two sessions each so for any individual, first three people who contact us on the Facebook page, you will, you can we will tell you how to contact uh, Thomas, uh, and you can win yourself two free taster sessions um, on a personal as a person from a personal trainer. That's what I'm trying to say. So you can do that, and you can start off your regime of fitness uh, in the new year or before. Well, it's valid from today until the end of January. Um, there will be a break obviously the Christmas period uh, Thomas is not here uh, but he will, when he's back you have the opportunity to use this and go along to Pure Gym or wherever he uh, recommends he can come to your house if you uh, and he can do some personal training with you um, and go from there so I want to thank you to our guest uh, our first our debut interview on the Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed uh, podcast to Thomas Christian Beecher. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much, Fraser. Thank oh, you. Thank you shaking the hand there. Shaking the hand. Uh, so, I mean, how, how have you found uh, being interviewed about your business, um, um, about what you do on our podcast? Um, I've really enjoyed it. Um, it sort of gives the sort of small small businesses a chance to kind of really spread the word of what they do and why they're there to help. So where can people, for people who, first three people who come to us, where can people contact you to, uh, well, contact, where can people contact you uh, to get up, not just winning the competition, but also if they would like a personal training session from yourself? Yeah, they can contact me on either via email. Um, so we'll probably add that at the bottom of the... Well, add that, yeah, what is your email? My email is thomas.c.com butcher at gmail.com we will add that obviously to our facebook page yeah. for people to uh, so they can see that and how else can they contact you uh, you can also give me a wee call if you want to uh, uh, on zero seven five one three three six six zero nine two okay there is your a number to contact thomas christian butcher personal trainer at pure pure gym so please, do you have a website up and running at all? Do you have a, um, I have a Facebook page, so you're always welcome <coughs> to come and uh, like that. That would always be much appreciated. And that's uh, TCB Fitness. So if you just put that into the old Facebook search bar, you should find me. And uh, you can have a couple of, I've got a couple of little exercises there um, with one of my clients. So you can have a little look if you want to try something at home. And also a wee introduction video of myself. Okay, so that's how you get in contact with uh, Thomas. Um, thank you to our listeners out there for listening to our first debut interview. Uh, please comment on our Facebook page, Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, and 
as I say, first three people to come back to us um, will win the three the offer, and we'll, you can contact Christian, and you can sort uh, Christian Thomas Christian. Uh, he's take your pick. Really. <laughs> Tom Butcher. He's not, it's not it's not Pat Butcher from EastEnders. No, uh, so okay. Um, so uh, yes, you can contact him, and he will set you up on a two a, a taster session times two. Um, on personal training and if you like it you can go for more and take it from there so thanks again for listening and we will catch up in our next episode bye bye now